For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, Director of the University of Arizona's Space Institute, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is David Anart, an Assistant Professor in the University of Arizona's Department of Ecology and Evolutionary Biology. David, I recently read an article about a study you and your group did that determined that a coronavirus or something closely related caused an epidemic among the ancestors of present-day East Asians about 25,000 years ago. I found the idea of tracing an epidemic many millennia ago to be fascinating, but how do you start on something like that? The way we detect these like ancient pandemics is by using uh, the genomes of people that are alive today. You know, the same kind of information that specific ancestry companies use, we can use the same kind of information. Uh, you've heard a lot about the variants of the coronavirus. So there's mutations and those mutations that become variants in the populations of viruses. And in the same way, different people or between different human populations also have different genetic variants in their genomes that were introduced by mutations that happened a long time ago. Most of the time, they don't do anything. But some of those genetic variants, sometimes they have biological uh, consequences. They have consequences on how the genes that carry these variants work. And so you could imagine there was something like a pandemic that the same way that, that the pandemic is happening now, like really, really hurting these populations. But some of these individuals already had variants that were protecting them against this ancient coronavirus. And so when that happened, of course, they survived more. And because they survived more, they also had more descendants. Their descendants had the same variants that were protective. And so they themselves had more descendants and so on and so on over generation. And so what you had over generations like this is what we typically call a natural Darwinian selection. So how do you know how long ago these variants occurred? The same way you would use uh, the records of like a town hall when your ancestors were from to build your family genealogy. We can rebuild very, very large family genealogies, but using genomes. And when I say family genealogies, is that all humans at some point had common ancestors. And so you have to imagine that we can build very, very large genealogy trees uh, using all the people alive, alive today. And especially in that case, the people alive today uh, in East Asia. So from building these trees, then like we can date back the different, you know, times that the different ancestors were alive, going back, uh, back in evolution. And when we do that, we can try to estimate when the mutations that were protective, the variants, that were protective against the specific, this ancient virus um, emerged in the first place. Now, the disease that you said you found a tracer of, uh, you said that it was coronavirus or coronavirus-like. Does this confer increased resistance for people who harbor these genes to the current COVID-19? Uh, probably not. It's We don't know, and it's a common misconception that because there was adaptation in the past in a specific human population in response to an ancient coronavirus, that it would make that specific population more resistant now against the present uh, coronavirus. Any new virus that starts infecting 
like a specific human population, it's always different enough from the previous viruses that it's really a blank slate. There might be some like moderate, weak differences in uh, resistance against the virus that are conferred by like this ancient episode of adaptation. But these diff like genetic differences will likely be insignificant compared to other factors like socioeconomic factors, access to health care, how different communities and like minorities are able to have access to health care and all those socioeconomic factors are probably much more important than uh, genetics. Thanks for talking with us, David. Thanks a lot. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. Our guest today has been David Inart, a geneticist in the University of Arizona's Department of Ecology and Evolutionary Biology. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.